American soccer fans, welcome to episode 55 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. Donald Wine here, manager of Stars and Stripes FC, your source for all things U.S. national teams, the players that comprise them, and everything else surrounding the game of soccer in America. We're going to do two things on this episode. First, the U.S. women's national team has an Olympic roster. We're going to break down that roster that Vladko Endinovsky named just last week. After the break, we will take a look at the Gold Cup provisional roster. As you all may know, the final 23-man Gold Cup roster is set to be announced on Wednesday, June 30th, tomorrow. So from the provisional roster, we can look at who we think may find themselves in that final 23. But let's begin with the women's national team. We have an 18-player roster for the Olympics. It was announced last week on Good Morning America and online with the help of the beloved Ted Lasso. Uh, Advice for next time, U.S. soccer, skip Good Morning America. Just go with Ted Lasso. Good Morning America ruined my morning by saying they would lead with the roster at 7 a.m. and not featuring it till well after 8.30. I should have known. But anyway, the long-awaited roster was finally revealed, and we knew that it was going to be a truly difficult decision for head coach Vladko Andonovsky. So let's go through the roster and see who we have that will be on the plane to Tokyo and appear in the send-off matches in Hartford on Thursday and Monday. We start with the goalkeepers, Adriana French and Alyssa Nayer, the two goalkeepers going to Tokyo. Defenders, Abby Dahlkemper, Tierna Davidson, Crystal Dunn, Kelly O'Hara, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Emily Sonnet. The midfielders, Julie Ertz, Lindsey Horan, Rose Lavelle, Christy Mewis, and Samantha Mewis. The Mui make the team. And then forwards, Tobin Heath, Carly Lloyd, Alex Morgan, Kristen Press, and Megan Rapino. There are four alternates on this team. Those players will train with the team. They will be in Japan, and they will be players that can be injury replacements for anyone on the main roster, and they can replace anyone at any time throughout this tournament. Those four alternates, goalkeeper Jane Campbell, defender Casey Kruger, midfielder Katarina Macario, and forward Lynn Williams. So. The initial thoughts for me on this roster, first, there's no bitch purse, not even an alternate. That strikes me as odd. It's disappointing. It's very disappointing because I thought Mitch Purse did enough to be on the team, much less an alternate, and she is neither. And it's unclear as to why she fell to the point where she essentially was number 23 or number 24, because you would think that the way she played, how she was utilized, and the versatility that she displayed on the field over the last few months, that she should at least be an alternate, much less on the team, as someone who could play a a bunch of positions, including left back, right back, right wing, right mid. She could do everything. She could be a midfielder. She could be a forward. She probably could be a goalkeeper. She's, She's just like Crystal Dunn. And to have that option would have been great. So I'm not quite sure why she was left completely off of the roster or even the alternates list. But that's something that I'm sure she's going to take out on the rest of the NWSL. So sorry for everyone else in the NWSL. Mitch Purse is probably on the rampage uh, after not making this roster. And honestly, she should have been on this roster, in my opinion. It seems like the theme of this roster was experience over youth. Some of the older players made the team, while younger players like Purse, Sophia Smith, Elena Cook, Katarina Macario, they don't make the full roster. Katarina Macario obviously was an alternate, but she's the only one. You have Mallory Pugh out there also. She hasn't played extremely well since coming back from a long injury layoff, but you know she has that quality to make a team. So this is going to be 
a major test for the experienced veterans on this team. They obviously get one last ride to try and win another gold medal. But I know there was a lot of fans out there who were hoping to see some of the youth get a chance to step in and be a part of this team and try to make some of these moments to make history on this team. The other glaring thing about this roster is Tobin Heath and Julie Ertz. They're still injured, but they make the team. And as we all know, this is a huge, huge gamble. Fans of the women's national team will recall back in 2016, Jill Ellis took an injured Megan Rapino to the Olympics in Rio. And in that quarterfinal matchup against Sweden, which we eventually lost on penalties, she ended up having to use two subs on Megan Rapino because she subbed her on. Megan couldn't go more than 30 minutes as a sub, and we had to sub her off. So we have flashbacks to that, and we wonder if Julie Ertz truly isn't ready to go. And it sounds like she is the one of the two that's further away from being 100%. Should we have brought her? Sure, she's one of the best players in the world at that position that she plays. No one could do it like her, but it's still a gamble on a roster that has 18 players. That means that everyone needs to be relied on for every match. Will Tobin Heath be ready to go? In all likelihood, it sounds like she will be ready. She is expected to get some time during these send-off series matches that are coming up against Mexico. But if Julie Ertz cannot go, they may need to recognize that really early, bite that bullet, and call in one of the alternates so that the team is not stretched super thin. We have an incredibly difficult group. Australia, New Zealand, and Sweden, because of course Sweden. That rounds up our group, Group G. The rest of the field is even tougher, and that's without some of the world powers involved like France. We're trying to do what no women's team has ever done. Win the Olympics immediately after winning the World Cup. We'll see if the best team on the planet can do just that. The send-off series, as I mentioned, takes place in Hartford on Thursday and Monday, both matches again against Mexico, and then they're off to Japan to see if they can earn the team's fifth Olympic gold medal. And we'll see if all of these ladies are ready to go. I know they are, and I know we'll be rooting for them. Let's pause here. Next up, we review the Gold Cup provisional roster, and we think about which players have a chance to make the 23-man roster when it's announced tomorrow. Stay tuned. We are back on the Stars and Stripes FC podcast, and we shift gears to the Gold Cup. The tournament gets started with the prelims on Friday, but the main group stage begins for the men's national team on July 11th. Before that, we need to know who's going to be playing in the Gold Cup, and that 23-man roster will be announced Wednesday at some point. We do have the provisional roster, which has been out for about a week or so. 59 players are on this provisional roster. So let's go through that roster and see which players we think have a good chance of making that final 23. Starting with the goalkeepers, there are five on this provisional roster. Brad Guzan, Bill Hamid, Sean Johnson, Tim Melia, and Matt Turner. I think from this group, of course, we're going to take three to the Gold Cup. I think the shoe-ins for two of them are Matt Turner and Sean Johnson. And I think, honestly, it's between Bill Hamid and Brad Guzan as to who makes that roster as the third goalkeeper. I think obviously it should be Bill Mead, 
that is my guy. If you know me, you know by now that Bill Meade is my man. And I think that he would be the one that should go ahead of Brad Guzan. But you never know. Brad Guzan has been called in recently. Bill Hamid has been called in recently. I think the one that is clearly on the outside looking in at this point is Tim Melia. There's a lot of defenders on this list, so I'll go through them quickly. Julian Araujo, George Bello, Reggie Cannon, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Justin Shea, Kyle Duncan, Chase Gasper, Jonathan Gomez, Aaron Herrera, Henry Kessler, Shaq Moore, Eric Palmer Brown, Kevin Paredes, Donovan Pines, Miles Robinson, James Sands, Austin Trustee, Sam Vines, and Walker Zimmerman. So there's a couple of these guys that you probably recognize on this list. Reggie Cannon was on the Nations League roster. Walker Zimmerman was in camp with them. Cameron Carter Vickers is also out there. It's, it, it'll be interesting to see if he gets called in. There's a couple of guys that I think we need to look out for if they do make this roster. One is Justin Shea. He clearly is rising up through the ranks. He has been linked with Bayern Munich, was there on loan, is at FC Dallas. He should make this roster. He probably will make this roster, and it would cap tie him if he eventually plays in four matches. Jonathan Gomez, a guy who is a dual national, plays for Louisville City, one of the lone guys on this list from the USL. I'm not sure if he would be a guy that Berhalter calls in, but that's an interesting and intriguing name. You have other guys like Aaron Herrera, Henry Kessler, who have kind of been on that board of Julian Araujo, who've been kind of on the fringe of the national team. Sam Vines, I think, is a guy that will get called in. Austin Trusty might be one. James Sands is also another prospect. So it will be interesting to see who from these defenders make the trip. George Bello, I think, is one to look out for. He's one that we wanted on the U23 team for the Olympic qualifying. Atlanta United blocked it. I wonder if that hurts his chances this time around for the Gold Cup. Midfielders, Kellen Acosta, Cole Bassett, Gianluca Busio, Johnny Cardoso, Caden Clark, Leon Flack, Julian Green, Sebastian Legit, Jordi Mihaljevic, Moses Nyman, Andres Perea, Paxton Pomikal, Memo Rodriguez, Christian Roldan, Hassani Dotson, Tanner Tessman, Eric Williamson, and Jackson Ewell. Caden Clark is one who I think a lot of people would want to see on this list. However, he just underwent an appendectomy, so it's probably going to rule him out for the Gold Cup. But if you don't see his name on this list, do not panic. I think he is one of the guys that will be the future of this team. And because of that, Greg Berhalter is going to give him some time to rest and fully heal. He's going to RB Leipzig after the season's over for Red Bulls. So he has a bright future, and he's going to feature in on this national team. It just may not be with this team in the Gold Cup. Busio is a guy who a lot of people want on this team. It'll be interesting to see if he makes the squad. Kellen Acosta, Jackson Ewell, obviously we're on the Nations League team. I don't expect them to be called in. But one guy that I do think will get called in is Sebastian Legit. And it's because Greg Berhalter loves Sebastian Legit. I, I think he probably he might get the summer off, but I think I think for a goal couple, we're bringing in mostly Major League Soccer-based players. Greg Berhalter wants some experience on this team, and he's going to get that if he brings Sebastian Legette. He'll know exactly where Sebastian Legette lies, how he's going to play, and he's going to be able to teach these guys. So I would not be shocked to see Sebastian Legette as the lone Nations League holdover to be on this Gold Cup roster. One name to keep in mind, Moses Nyman from DC United, an absolute rock star of a kid. He right now is waiting his passport. 
if he can get his passport, he should be on this Gold Cup team. I don't know if that's going to happen before the Gold Cup starts or if he'll be eligible. But if he is, Greg, you got to call him in. This kid is dynamite and is the future. If you have not seen Moses Nyaman play, watch DC United play because he has been incredible so far this season. Moving on to the forwards, we have Josie Altidore, Frankie Amaya, Paul Ariola, Corey Baird, Cade Cowell, Daryl DK, Jeremy Abobase, Jesus Ferreira, Nicholas Joachini, Matthew Hoppy, Jonathan Lewis, Rubio Rubin, Chris Mueller, Ricardo Pepe, Robbie Robinson, Mason Toy, and Giassi Zardes. So from this, I'm thinking maybe we're bringing six guys. Cade Cowell is probably the one that a lot of people are excited about. You also have Daryl DK. Daryl DK is definitely making this team. He's the one guy that was just, he, he traveled with the team for Nations League, but was left off of the official roster. You know he's, they're calling him in. And you know he's going to use this time to just absolutely dominate the Gold Cup. And I hope he does. Jassy Zardes is also going to be a guy that you expect to be called in. And some of these guys are going to be very interesting if they do get called in. Do you call in Paul Ariola? I think you do. Do you call in Jeremy Abobase? I think you do. Do you call in Jonathan Lewis? Maybe not. Matthew Hoppy or Nicholas Joachini? Do you call someone in from Europe? I'm not sure that he does. It may be where one of these guys makes the team. But honestly, I think for a lot of the European-based players, Greg Berhalter wants them to get a full summer's rest to get them acclimated, get them square, because we're going to need these guys during World Cup qualifying. And for Joachini and for Hoppy, who are two guys you would probably call on the fringe of the national team, Joachini's featured in national team games lately, but you want them to get settled in at their club, get in with their preseason, get their legs under them, and be ready to go come September, not in July. So I, as much as I like Joachini, I don't expect to see him on this roster only because of the fact that I think Greg Berhalter wants to give these European guys some rest. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Again, 59 players on this list will be reduced to 23. Who ends up on the final roster? We will find out tomorrow. Stay tuned to Stars and Stripes FC for all the coverage as the Gold Cup roster is revealed. But that will do it for episode 55 of this podcast. As always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Rates and reviews are awesome and really help. Five stars if you like what you're hearing. For any topic suggestions or questions, drop me a line at ssfcpodcast at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.